Are you a creative in the upstate looking for a place to create? The Gym Complex, located at 880 South Pleasantburg Drive, Suite 2G, Greenville, South Carolina, can handle your creative needs from podcasting, photography, videography, recording studio, and engineering. Schedule your consultation today at www.thegymcomplex.com. again masculine non-racist man truth coming back at y'all this week go get right into this thing so somebody hit me up and told me that last week i forgot to give an update on love and marriage huntsville you're absolutely right i have caught up on this show as i knew uh martell and uh uh god damn it what's it melody they did not get back together. They went through with the divorce. Uh, Martel has moved on. He has another baby on the way. So great job, Martel. Um, now they are looking to pin cheating allegations, which they've been doing the whole time on Marceau. Marceau, one of them slick-ass niggas, though, man. You can ask him if it's raining outside, and he might say something to you like, well, what do you consider rain? Um my rain might be a drizzle to you. Like, he'll never just straight up answer a question. He reminds me a lot of myself, to be honest. But Marceau is really, really smooth. So they've been asking him about cheating, and he never would give a straight answer. He'll say something like, I'm just, I can't believe I have to prove this to you, that you would listen to this type stuff. Like, we've been together how long? And you're questioning, like, but he'll never give a yes or no answer. However, they say there's a picture where he was caught in the hotel room that his mother-in-law bought up. And this his mother-in-law wonders, like, one of the, boy, she's annoying. Like, Jesus Christ, like, if she's just annoying. Like, you, you just have to see her, man. And, and she one of them old grandmamas who thinks she young. Because she probably had, like, her daughter when she was young and didn't get to really live out her young life. So she wears, like, all the 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 blinged-out uh, rhinestones on her stuff. and But you could tell she, like, old as shit because she still wear, like, the, the hair bun that's pulled up and the finger waves like the old women used to wear. But she dressed like she about to go to the club. But, yeah, so just check it out, man, like... <clears throat> That's where we are so far. Um, I'll give y'all an update. Um, I don't know why, again, that this show has intrigued me, but I'm about to see it all the way through. So let me tell y'all something I've been thinking about. And before y'all get your shorts in a night about what I'm saying, you got to hear the whole thing out. So uh, Lil' Key, 
Uh, sorry to hear about Lil' Keep from YSL. Lil' Keep passed away. Uh, he was 24 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, his brother took him to the hospital. So, Lil' Keep, they're saying he uh, had been experiencing extreme severe stomach pains days leading up to his passing away. Um, and he had also been dealing with uh, kidney and liver failure as a result of drug use. So, I wanted to come on here today and I wanted to talk about something that is, you go think I'm making light of the situation, but I'm not. And it made me think about it in my own personal uh, situation. So when I look at the rappers these days, the majority of the young people and some of the older people, um, niggas is full of shit. And I'm not saying that like, oh man, he full of shit. No. So, uh, after my surgery, I was prescribed, uh, Percocets. Now, those of you know me and I've been very transparent with it and shared it. I had an addiction to pills. Um, I used to use Zans and Perks here and there, but mostly it was Zans and Adderall. What people don't tell you, and even with using codeine, what people don't tell you, uh, the rappers, when they portraying how great these designer drugs are, um, they don't tell you about the side effects. So not only did I experience it when I was doing recreational use, but as I'm going through recovery from my surgery, I had to take myself off of them because, number one, you don't want to get uh, addicted to those things again Because you'll see so many people Like I'm sure if y'all watch the shows Like Intervention and shit like that They talk to the people like Well how did you get hooked on opioids Or I had an injury And you know I got prescribed them And then I got hooked on them But that's what's going on with people Like your health You get on all these drugs So I want you to think about this Now I went um, during my recovery for surgery, I went damn near two weeks without a bowel movement. Now, when I was doing this for recreational purposes, I probably go a week sometimes or a little over a week. But now think of these people who are on perks, weed, codeine, molly, all of this shit at one time. There was a dude talked about he went a whole month almost without uh, a bowel movement Now if you think about that Your body eliminates waste through bowel Now you got all of this in you You're on every drug Your body is going through the pains But the drugs are numbing it So you're not really paying attention to it Then when you just miraculously say like Okay I'm going to take myself off of it No the same way you got on it and was prescribed it, now you're addicted, you got to go through a facility of people who are trained how to bring you down. Like, you can't just cold turkey come off that. But really think about that. I want everybody to think about that. People these days are really just full of shit because of things that they're putting in their body. It's real shit. Like, niggas is just out here and... These young kids who are coming up and looking at these rappers, like, go and look at uh, Gunna got a song on his latest project that came out. He talked about, like, he almost 
lost his life and fighting with his life for decisions he made when it comes to drinking that lean. Think of all the uh, all the uh, things you hear about people who don't OD on lean and and how these pills doing people like man. You got to get off that stuff, yo. I'm telling you, as somebody who's done it recreationally and also someone who's done it prescribed, like, yo, you, you, before you know it, you'll be dependent. And I don't recommend that you use it at all if you've had, like, uh, challenges with being addicted to, to painkillers, like opioids in the past. I don't even suggest that you'll get on it. So, um... Find other ways to to medicate. You know what I mean? There are other ways to self-medicate so you don't have to, because these leads to to other things. You go on them opiates, next thing you know you're doing heroin or you're doing meth. So, man, watch what you're doing. Manage your pain, but don't get dependent on a medication to manage it. You know, I'm going to give you some game every episode. All right, so... Another thing, I was reading something the other week, and then it talked about foods that are banned outside of the U.S. Yeah, so foods that are banned outside of the U.S. Um, and you, you'd be surprised, or you might not be surprised, but I was surprised as a few of my like favorite things were on there, which I learned about one that I'm going to educate y'all on. But anyway, uh, one of the favorites, one of the top-notch cereals to me, Coming up as a kid, Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes is banned outside of the U.S. Um, Many American food additives, their flame retardants and suspected carcinogens. So this is what Frosted Flakes are are causing the ones that are served in the U.S. Think about this. This is what we put in our body. They won't even allow that to be sold. The other one, farm-raised salmon. Right. So I was having this conversation a couple of weeks ago. I was telling somebody because they was like, yeah, I'm getting off. I'm getting off beef. I'm getting off pork. I'm only on salmon. Now, what, what kind of salmon you get? Oh, that Alaskan. Hey, man, get sockeye. What you mean? That that farm raised salmon, they shoot dying to that. The color it the way it is. It's not that color. You know what I'm saying? So it's a petrochemical that's banned in other countries that's put in it in the U.S., so that it had that color of a nice, like, pink salmon. It's not. So uh, switch to sockeye salmon if you want to get the real salmon. Like, you can get it at, like, the fresh market. You can get it at, uh like, damn, where else did I see it at? Whole Foods. I know you can get it there, too. Uh, and, of course, this one wasn't no surprise to me. Motherfuckers been talking about how bad Mountain Dew is. Mountain Dew is banned in a lot of places outside of the U.S., Mountain Dew is banned. Um, the sugar intake, um, it also contains that uh, vegetable vegetable oil, BVO. Um, and a lot of these that I'm seeing on the list are banned due to containing that vegetable oil. Um, there's another one that's on the coffee creamer, Coffee Mate. That's banned outside of the U.S. Um, this was one that was absolutely disgusting. Shocking, but it made sense. So there's chicken. A lot of the chicken that you see in the U.S., like if you go in the grocery store and you see one of them rotisserie chickens, you're like, oh, that's great. A whole chicken rotisserie chicken, it tastes great. 
guess what? That type chicken is ban- is banned outside of the U.S. You know why? Because in the U.S., it goes through a process that's called chlorination. So think chlorine in a swimming pool. This is what it goes through. It's, it's been chlorinated. So that is washing chlorine to reduce the risk of spreading diseases and illnesses like salmonella. So your chicken is washed in bleach, basically. And now you're ingesting that in your body. But that process is banned outside of the U.S. Swiss rolls. Basically, all the little Debbie cakes. And I know, parents, you love to get these to your kids. You need to really rethink it. Find something else to give to them. Um, little Debbie Swiss rolls. They contain them food dyes, yellow 5 and red 40. And they are horrible for kids um, with adverse side effects. So think about that as well when you're like, okay, well, they want to have this. And so I'm going to give them Swiss rolls or a little Debbie snack. It's an easy snack for them. Nah, do you reading on it? And then this one uh, with Thanksgiving coming up at the end of towards the end of the year to be here before you know it. We'll be talking about that. But stove top stuffing. No. Banned outside the U.S. Um, again, carcinogens. Uh, these are the same things that start fires, that are uh, put in fire accelerants, like uh, lighter fluid, stuff like that. So think about it, man. Like, um, and, and I would wonder, like, why does some of this salmon, like, really, I ain't never seen no salmon that pink, but it makes sense. They putting that, co- that chlorination, that coloring in there, to make it look like that the farm raised versus the real wild caught, which would be the sockeye, it has its natural complexion because it was raised in the right habitat. It wasn't anything that was formulated. So I thought that was interesting. And again, you know, when I come across something that's going to be helpful to you, I'm going to make sure I share it. So look at that list if you want. Um, If you want me to send you the link for the list, matter of fact, I probably will just attach it to the episode, the link for um, foods banned outside the U.S. So go look at that, educate yourselves, and, and give me some feedback on what you think about it. All right, so somebody hit me up, and they was like, um, so you still think racism doesn't exist? So they were asking about... Um, the kid who went in Buffalo, New York and killed innocent black people and white people, or at least shot him. I don't know if the who died versus who survived, but it was all around horrible. Um, and what I was telling the person, I said, Hey, um, a couple months back when the guy went on the subway, um, and just shot up innocent people, what color was he? Well, no, we're not even talking about that. No, we're talking about mass shooting. We're talking about racism. What color was he? Oh, he was black, but he was just mad because, okay, got it. So now let's go back to what's happened in Buffalo. So in Buffalo, um, this kid supposedly was uh, stalking this. Well, well, I ain't going to say stalking. Um, He was watching this store for a while. Um, I think it was about three hours away from where he lived. Uh, but he was coming there and then he also, according to reports, he used Google, um, to see the busiest hours of the store. 
um, to see what he could go there and do the most damage. Supposedly, he had other firearms planning to attend another store. Um, the story also says he was there the day before. Um, the lady saw him. He looked like a bum, so she told him he couldn't be there uh, pe- pedaling. So she told him he needed to leave or pandering, whichever one it is. I don't know. Um, but anyway... Little background story on this. Two years ago, he made like a thread at school saying that, uh, well, it wasn't a threat. He said like he he wanted to do a paper or something on murder suicide. So they sent him for an evaluation. He goes for the evaluation. Um, when he goes for the evaluation, uh, according to him, he sat in the waiting room for hours, and the evaluation was only fifteen minutes. Now, normally, when someone is directed to one of these evaluations. A red flag is placed on them in the database, meaning if they go to purchase any kind of firearms, that red flag will show and they're not going to be able to purchase that firearm. Now, why this didn't happen with this dude, I have no idea. And they said they don't know why either. But he then came back and said, well, I just said that about murder suicide because uh, I wanted to get out of class that day. Now, a couple of things. That I'm looking at here, uh, what I think, these killings are absolutely horrible. Um, And and my condolences go out to everybody who was impacted because you don't want to see that. What I feel about these instances are that they're not as much as race and political based as they're like made out to be. Again, it is a, a, a factor, but I think a lot of it is clout-based. And my reason for saying that is if you look at each mass shooting that happens, it progressively gets more and more intricate. Like, just think about it. Like, now you might have somebody just going somewhere and shoot the place up, but now people are, like, actually staking out the area. They researching like when people are gonna be there the most, and this guy even went live on Twitch and then set up a server that people could get a private invite to to come just look at how he planned for this to unfold two hours before he actually carried it out. All of this screams to me: this is someone wanting attention versus someone wanting to uh, carry out how much he hates somebody. Now again. He he said like he he felt like the white race was being eliminated, which is why he um carried this out. Recessive genocide. I've been talking about that um over a year now. Go back and check that out. Recessive genocide. So then I've seen all of this again is tied together to where pay attention, don't get distracted, look at the interiors of the message. Now you know what they're saying? So it came across, a clip came across. I just had the news on in the background, and it said, COVID is being blamed for this mass shooting, potentially. So now you know that sparked my antenna way up, because I was like, there's no way. I know this ain't them broadcasting that potentially him getting a vaccine had a medical uh, reaction and made him go shoot up some people. So I'm 
kind of looking like, oh, shit. Nope, paid attention to it. They said due to his isolation during COVID and not being able to be in society, had him act out and search for things that he shouldn't have. That's a bunch of bullshit. And I'm going to tell you why. People say an idle mind is a devil's workshop. Well, choose some, something else to do with your mind. Think of all the people who've been in quarantine the same time with worse illnesses and everything, and they ain't went nowhere and shot shit up, man. We got to stop with their excuses. But to the main topic, the way this came up, it this no, this does not impact my decision that I said I don't feel like racism exists. I said races exist. And this further backs up that point. This was a racist who acted in a racist way. But now, based on the actions of one person, we want to bring the umbrella back out and be like, oh, this is a racist country and, and racism is running rampant. But we don't want to have the same uh, thought process when we're talking about it's a black person who went and sprayed up uh, the subway. Or what about the, the black dude who just rolled through the crowd in uh, Kenosha? I think it was, yeah, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Like, what about that type stuff, man? So we can't pick and choose when we want to light the racist flag. But again, racist, yes, they do exist. And racism, I don't feel like it does. And then, too, they were talking about how even with that, like, you know, when they went to have that conversation with people he grew up with and was close to, they was like, we couldn't believe he would do nothing like that. Like, he was quiet, but they said, like, his parents, they didn't see any kind of extremist views from his parents. They was, like, really nice people. So, again, I'm not discrediting what happened. I'm not minimizing what happened because it was a great tragedy. But I think sometimes when these things happen, the first two things are looked at to see how it can tie to an agenda, an agenda of racism or an agenda of something related to politics. So the political, it couldn't bring that out. So it's like the next low-hanging fruit, oh, let's tie it to racism. But if you go back, and this is facts, this is not me just talking, go back and look at the previous mass shootings where it's either politically uh, infused or racially infused, and look how intricate they're starting to get every time one happens. This last guy went live on Twitch. Pay attention. That's why I say, like, no, nah, it's more to it than that. And we just got to, we can't go for the, the uh the low hanging fruit again we got to look at it from every aspect so no this did not change my opinion that racism isn't there this guy carried out a racist act he's a racist and he deserves whatever consequences that he gets to pay for his actions all right so i mentioned in there they were saying about uh covid um Blaming COVID for how he's reacted. Now, something that uh, if we're seeing, like, people are saying COVID is back on the rise. And, you know, there have been mandates to, to loosen mask wearing on airplanes and things like that. But now they're saying COVID is on the rise. And now it's one that's supposed to be 
coming out where it's like monkey monkey pox is what they're calling it, where it leaves blemishes on your skin. I want y'all to think about this, people. And again, these are facts. These are things that I've dealt with. And, and all right, so when I went uh, to get X-rays uh, before I was scheduled for surgery, the doctor came in. He had on no mask. The nurse came in and said, "We do have to give you a COVID test." Um, so she swiped like the top of my nose. She was like, I'm not going towards the brain. She was like, we found out that doesn't work, which we knew it wouldn't anyway. This is what she was saying. She's not wearing a mask, nothing. Later on, the doctor comes back in to give me the results of the x-ray. He goes, yeah, I'm just giving you the results of all your tests. They'll be available in your my chart as well. But you were negative for COVID. He was like, which I pretty much knew you would be. He was like, I don't know the last time we have had a COVID case. Now, this is what the doctor said on a Friday. That Friday afternoon, me and my girl looking at the news, and it comes across that COVID cases are on the rise in South Carolina, and we have to, and up here in the upstate, and we got to make sure we're doing our part by continuing. I'm like, hold on, man. The doctor just said they hadn't seen no COVID cases in a while. But now y'all want to say COVID cases are on the rise? And again, that's what I said. The media like to cast that one big umbrella. Now, COVID cases potentially could have been on the rise in, let's say, a retirement home. Let's say potentially another hospital in another county. But be specific. Don't be like, Okay, COVID cases are on the rise. No, say there was an outbreak on COVID cases at uh this retirement home or this place. But yeah, don't make it seem like it's everywhere. But again, that's that media, and if you're not paying attention to it, you'll get lost in that. So make sure you're paying attention. All right, so before we get out of here, um, inflation, inflation. Yes, that's a word that people are just throwing out and um, it's raising people's eyebrows and they're discussing it more and more, inflation. So inflation is just a rise in prices, basically. Um, and now people are, oh, inflation is so high. The latest one, baby formula. So now they're trying to pass a, a, a emergency law where they can make emergency baby formula. So think about this now. And I'm going to just toss this out here before I break down the inflation. Emergency baby formula. What's going to go in it? Same thing as the vaccine. Emergency vaccine. What's going in this stuff? But people are just concerned about the formula, which you should be able to feed your baby. But again, um... You got to understand what's going on. But anyway, inflation. So from the 70s, a question came up. Somebody said, well, how long do you think we're going to be in inflation? So inflation used to have a term where they referred to it as transitory inflation. Transitory inflation, meaning it's transitioning, it's here and there. Now you know what they're calling it? Entrenched. Inflation. So it went from transitory to entrenched inflation. Well, you know what the word entrenched mean, and 
all of y'all who like to listen to drill and trap music, you hear them talking about all the time, I'm in the trenches. I'm in the trenches. So it's the deepest parts. So it's entrenched. It's a part of what's going on. Um, so when you look at something being entrenched, it's a part of. So basically what they're telling us, inflation is going to be a part of life. Because usually the 2 to 4% threshold that it resides in, it may stay there for 2 to 4 months. No, this has been going on over a year. And to try and offset it, which people are not understanding from a mortgage standpoint and from a home buying standpoint, right now, it's a seller's market. It's not a buyer's market. So you're going to see, like, high interest rates. You got to continue to see that. So to offset some of the inflation, they raised up interest rates a half percentage point. And it may not seem a lot, but you raise up a half a percentage point on millions and millions of homeowners. What you think going to happen with that? Yes, that offsets what's going on there. But the reason why we got to the situation with inflation, they're blaming it on COVID. Um, of course, saying, and again, that probably was a factor that impacted it. You know, um, there's a, a uh, the supply chain is drying a lot of areas. Um, things like that. So, yeah, that, that these are all valid things, but you got to prepare and you got to pay attention. So we're so quick to pay attention to things that really don't matter or have any impact on us directly. But when you're looking at something like this, we're just oblivious. Um, you can go in the stores now and still see like certain items just bare on the shelves. Like there's nothing there. That's not by coincidence. They're getting less stock. So now we're on a collision course for disaster because think about it. You got inflation, which is going to lead to uh, lower funds, lack of food, lack of job opportunities, because it's even come up now like people are looking for work from home jobs because they can't afford to commute. So lack of job opportunities, lack of ways to feed your family. You dealing with all this stuff and then possibly another outbreak of COVID coming and then these crazy people going around doing mass shootings. Can you imagine what the summer about to look like? Remember, you heard it here first. Man, people about to go crazy this summer, man. So I say that to say have a strong plan for your family, for your loved ones. If you don't got to be in the way, stay way out the way. Like, because... If if you're of a certain mindset, you get it and you'll understand this and this jewel was for you all. Um, just as a friendly reminder, if you still not ready to to grasp the jewel that I just gave you and the jewels that I give you, then hey, it ain't you're not ready for it yet, and I wish you the best when what I'm telling you happens. You gotta pay attention to what's going on around you. But um that inflation is real and it ain't transitory no more. It's entrenched. But hey, listen, as always, it's been a privilege sitting down with you great people. Um, continue to uh, tap in and, and make sure you stand up on what's going on. Make sure you subscribe, like, rate, and review. Um, the episode drops usually on Mondays at 10, latest Wednesday at 10. Uh, if you want to submit content or be a guest, email standonitpod at gmail.com. That's standonitpod at gmail.com. 
Again, this is True from the Stand On It Podcast on the I Say Podcast Network, live from the gym complex, telling you be safe until next time.